That was two from the downstrokes. Time Bomb and Come Ride With Me in my MGB. Thank you all for tuning in. This is episode number four zero of Punk Up the Airwaves. This is Jennifer Sushi here. We started you off with Want You Bad from the Dwarves. And uh, we got a good episode for you this week. We got an interview with Mr. Jerry La Famina from out in the mountains of Maryland. We're going to tell you all stuff. You don't know who he is. You should know who he is by the end of this interview. Really good. Let's, let's just get right into it. Here we go. All right. Punk up the airways. All right. Hey, Paul Stank sitting across from me in a virtual reality. Just, you know. <laughs> we're going to try to do another interview today, huh? That's right. Yeah, today uh, we're, we're welcoming Jerry LaFamina from the band The Downstrokes. And he's been involved in all kinds of stuff. And we're going to go through it. Kind of a, a, a modern day legend, wouldn't you say? I'd say absolutely, 100%. This guy is uh, a leader in the community. Uh, just an all-around great guy to know, great guy to be involved with. Uh, you know, and uh, you know the band and all that shit is uh, fucking great. And uh, y'all to go, Savage Mountain is just an experience. And uh, and now is he on yet? I let him in. But you know, in true uh, punk up the airways. The airways fashion will be fucking it all up, right? <laughs> no, nah, he just trying. He trying to put in an entrance, right? So Here he comes. Build, he's give that little in. drum roll he deserves. This is also, ladies and gentlemen, this is a punk poet, and uh, he's even got books that are, have been, uh, you know, uh, uh, fucking what's it called? You know, published. <laughs> published. Burn. There you go. There's the word. <laughs> That's right. This is Punk Up the Airwaves, and everybody listening to Jerry LaFamina from the band The Downstrokes and Savage Mountain Punk Festival and the punk poet himself. How you doing, Jerry? I'm doing great, Kenny. Happy to be here. Absolutely, brother. I couldn't wait for this. This is uh, probably going to be my favorite interview, man. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to tell, tell the people a little bit about you, a little bit about Savage Mountain. So Please anyway... Do. That's right. Savage Mountain is in Frostburg, Maryland. So this is a yearly fest that happens. And there's other shows too that they do, but the festival itself is a, uh, what is it, a four-day festival right now? Three days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, okay, no Sunday a, anymore, huh? Show. No. Uh, no. Uh, we're old. The older we get, the harder it is. <laughs> uh, to by go on that Monday morning, right? <laughs> It's, uh, you know, it, it used to be actually, it used to be Friday, Saturday with the two shows on Saturday, because uh, the venue didn't have all age capacity. And when we moved to Cumberland, we created a, th a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but we got rid of the matinee because Mezzo's is an all age venue. Okay. All right. So if anybody doesn't know what Savage Mountain is. Uh, this is a place that, uh, you know, for me, it was all about community. That's the, that's the feeling I got all around is everybody's a supporter. And everybody, it don't even matter if they're punk rock or not. This could be somebody just showing up out of nowhere and don't even know what this music's about. And everybody's, oh, it's all inclusive. Everybody's welcome. That's the feeling I got. Uh, this is my absolutely 100% my favorite place to play. I love you guys. I love every. I love the Downstrokes. And for anybody who don't know who the Downstrokes are, I mean, you know, if you like stuff like, uh, you know, uh, Nick Lowe and fucking the Jam, the Who, you know, early Who and shit, and uh, you like good, uh, good rock music that fucking kicks your fucking ass, and uh, you know, that's what it is. That's what it's about. Now, Jerry, you're also a punk poet, though, right? How many books have you been? Have you gotten published right now? I have twenty books right now. I have uh, a novel. I have a novel uh, called Clamor, a book of stories. Um, Twenty, uh, about sixteen books of poems and prose poems, and then I've written books about poetry. So, um, 
So uh, a lot of that, I've also edited a bunch of books. Uh, I'm co-editor of a book right now of uh, bad gigs, musicians telling the stories of their worst gigs, uh, which is a riot and, and includes a, a whole bunch of uh, musicians of all, uh, of all sorts. Um, you know, I don't, like to, I don't like to be bored, Kenny. That's what it boils down to. I really don't like to be bored. So uh, I've noticed. I'm actually working on a book right now in which I talk about 20 albums. Each chapter is focused on one record uh, from the diversity of my record collection. So uh, I've written about Sandinista and Road to Ruin and the second Susie Quattro record um, and Meet the Beatles, which was the first album I ever owned. Uh, and now I'm working on one about uh, Steel Pulse. Um, and the idea is to have 20, about 15 page chapters on each album, but they're all about the artist and they're about my life and they're about pop culture and they're about what was going on when the record came out and uh, about 101 other things. Sweet. So uh, the Downstrokes, uh, you guys got something new coming out? We, uh, we just finished up in the recording studio. So we have a new album coming out. Uh, it'll be out in the fall called This Close to Vertigo. Um, ten songs. It'll be mastered by Mosh Giorgini from Sonic Iguana. Um, and uh, nice. we're super excited about that. And then we're going to release in the spring uh, a split album with the Prozacs. Uh, in fact, we just played with uh, those guys up in Massachusetts on Friday. Uh, and had an absolutely terrific time. I mean, Jay Prozac is one of those guys, you know, you talk about scenes. So he puts this show on uh, in his hometown. He puts this show on and he basically says, my band's not taking any money. Uh, even though it was his drum kit, uh, you know, their their cabinets, I mean, like, like all this gear that we used was theirs. Uh, and then he put us up for the night. I mean, it was like, I'm not taking any money. I'm like, hey, you got to take money. He's like, no. But, uh, you know, I mean, you mentioned the Savage Mountain community, but it's one of the things I loved about punk rock to begin with. For me, uh, punk rock is all about community, about helping each other out, about being there for each other. Uh, if it's Absolutely. not that, I, you know, then it's just like every other community. And I don't, you know, I left that shit. Right. When did you start Savage Mountain? Savage Mountain started in 2016. Our first festival was in 2016. It was small. Basically, I started it because I had a bar that we played in that I loved and that when the students left town, it was dead. And I said, look, uh, you know, what if I wanted to throw a two-day punk festival? And they said, well, we don't want to be in... We don't want to, you know, what if you can't pay for it? You know, we don't want to be stuck. And I said, well, I'll make sure the bands get paid. Um, I'll cover the expense. And my attitude was, if I went to a three-day festival in Baltimore or D.C. and paid for the show and paid for drinks and paid for a hotel and, you know, parked my car and all that shit, what would it cost me? And I put that money aside. And I said, I can pay the bands. I can guarantee the bands this much money. Oh, wow. Um, and I, you know, and we did it. And it was good. It was good. It was all regional bands, you know. Um, I, I, we had the monies were touring and we grabbed them from uh, Boston. And we had the nuclears from New York. But pretty much it was all bands from about two and a half hours away. Which are great, by the way. The Nuclears, man, they blew me away. The two times I saw them, man, they were fucking great. Nuclears were incredible. I miss those guys. Wish they were still together. Yeah, that's right. They broke um, up a couple years ago, right? Yeah. Um, and then, so we did it, you know, so I basically said, well, let's, let's do it a little bigger the next year. And we brought in, uh, we brought in the Undead. Like, we brought in a couple touring bands. Um uh, I doubled how much money I was willing to pay because, you know, the bar let me drink for free and I ate the band food uh, that the local pizzeria donated. And, you know, people kept giving me shirts and shit like that. So it was like, oh, wait, you know what? I would actually spend more money 
or you know. So um, I put more money in, uh, but I never actually spent that whole amount. I always, you know, money came out of my pocket, but it was never hitting the budget I set for myself. And then the third year we had uh, Argyle Goolsby and the Trip Keeper Five, uh, and a whole pe- bunch of Blitzkid fans came out for Argyle. Um, and it was like, okay, now the club was into it because now people were coming from all over the area, right? I mean, people were started for Argyle Goolsby, we had people from Colorado show up. Uh, people were saying to, to friends from out of town, hey, if you're going to come visit this summer, you should come this weekend. Um, and then we had the queers, and the queers changed everything. Um, uh, so that was 2019 when we had the queers, and, and the place was a madhouse. <laughs> um, uh, and um, the bar had bought something like a uh, thousand one hundred cans of PBR for the weekend for the festival, and it was sold out by Friday night. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Kenny bar must was have been doing there that okay, night. So suddenly the bar was like, "We want to do this." <laughs> um, and then COVID. Happened. <laughs> uh, COVID happened. Uh, we had Richie Ramon scheduled for twenty twenty, and and and. Uh, <clears throat> That, that failed, obviously, um, and the bar closed because COVID happened. And we moved Not to this place in Cumberland, um, which has been great because Cumberland has hotels within walking distance of the venue. Um, the venue is three stories. So we have the club area is in the basement. basement. We call it street level. People actually can sit stand outside and look in through the window at the back of the stage. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, so uh, that's Mezzo's, huh? That's Mezzo's. And, uh, you know, we did it the first year at Mezzo's in 2021. And we had Reno Divorce and Sloppy Seconds. Uh, and it was crazy. Um, during, during Sloppy Seconds, that there was about 220 people in the room. And then upstairs in the restaurant area, there was about 20 people passed out at tables. And then I went outside and there were about 30 people on the street watching from outside. It was so fucking hot. Wow. Um, and I was like, this is amazing. Uh, and the venue wanted to keep doing it. And so, you know, last year uh, we had we had some headliners fall through. You know, always when you're dealing with touring bands and and particularly bands in which people might be a little older, things don't always work out for whatever reason. But we had uh, Blank Seventy Seven last year and Mephistopheles, and we had Handguns, the uh, sort of uh, 2010s uh, pop punk band for the three nights headliners and it was great. And then this year, uh, you know, the funny thing is this, so we created a nonprofit and we're a nonprofit punk arts organization. Oh. I get grant money. <laughs> this, the Maryland That's State awesome. Arts Council and the Allegheny Arts Council and the city of Cumberland and the city of Frostburg give us money. That's great. They see it as tourism. We're oh. bringing people in. Absolutely. And so, um, and so I love this. It's, it's, so last year, you know, we had blank 77 and at one point we, you know, and the other thing that's happened is we fostered this whole sort of, there's so many young punk bands floating around and there's a punk band in town, sort of punk hard rock band uh, called Brickyard Folly. And one of the members is the son of the chief of police in Cumberland. And so, you know, in the middle of this punk show is is the chief of police in uniform. And he's like, this is fucking amazing. And I said to him, he, I said, to him, I know you're here to see your kid play, but I like how you wore your uniform so you didn't have to pay. Here's some free coffee. Everybody, every, there's buying for everybody. You come to Savage Mountain and you get a little business card with all the names of businesses that'll give you discounts for eating there or shopping there or places will give you a free cup of coffee 
Uh, the restaurant up the street was giving out free beignets at the French restaurant. I mean, it's, it's really amazing. I get so many local businesses, and I don't mean tattoo parlors. I get those. Um, but I get so many local businesses, coffee shops, restaurants, liquor stores, vape shops, um, record stores, but also you know, bakeries, a, you know, an, uh, my chiropractor, the local eye doctor, all support it. They all yes. write checks. Awesome. That's fantastic. And it's, and it's amazing. And then we have, we, have, we have a great beer sponsor. After years of working with Flying Dog, we now have Dogfish Head, which is amazing. Uh, McClintock Distillery in Frederick has been a longtime supporter of us. They are, and I mean, what is more punk rock than a small distillery, right? Than, than right. this place that right. is like, I am making the best product I can make and taking care of my community and taking care of my people. That's fucking punk rock. And and Bray well, yeah. at McClintock, he puts out an amazing product and his people come, they show us how to make drinks to the bar. They come to the punk picnic and they're selling bottles and they have, they make especially punk cocktail. Um, so they designed a couple of drinks um, for the festival. They had a New York doll, which was their white whiskey margarita. Oh, wow. Um, nice. It's just amazing. Like it's, it's such this, and you know, Kenny, what you said about people come in. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, so many people who come every year and, and I'm blessed. I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not religious at all, but I'm fucking blessed with this. People come every year. I have people who are asking me the last day of the festival when next year's is so they can book their hotel or their Airbnb. <laughs> they come. That's what it year. is. And what he's telling you, what he's telling you is this is a blast, man. You're having yeah. a blast the entire damn time. And, and also, and, let's backtrack a little bit, Jerry, because you mentioned that you you get uh, food for the bands. And that's all. You didn't kind of say it, but uh, that's what it is. The bands get fed also when yeah. you go there. And it's a fucking beautiful experience just for the bands alone. But if you're just sitting there partying with these people and everybody else, you're having a ball no matter what. I, You know what? I'm a firm believer that, that people get taken care of. You know, you come to my house. I will feed you. I, you know. Uh, I had some kind of nightmare, the amazing, you know, touring machine that is some kind of nightmare. Their van broke down in my house. Their van died. They had, they had a junket. And they stayed with me for 19 days. I don't say it to brag. I say it that, you know, hospitality is a thing, you know, restaurants and, and clubs and what we do, we're the hospitality industry. Well, I'm motherfucker, I'm going to be hospitable. You come to That's play right. for me. I'm going to give you drink tickets. I'm going to feed you. I'm going to work it out. And, you know, I mean, Mezzos, they don't, you know, I have a great relationship with Mezzos. And what they do is they set up, they set up a green room and they basically say at eight o'clock, these dishes are going to come out. They do it buffet style. And they say at 10 o'clock, these things are going to come out. And then, and I always say, you got to have a vegan option. You got to have, and they just work with us. Um, and and really, it is you know, it's it's easy to say I do this. I don't. I have a, a ten person board. I have probably thirty volunteers for every festival. I have an incredible staff at Mezzos that works their asses off. Um, you know, it's uh, I'm just the guy who had a vision. But I also had a whole bunch of friends and people who I'd never met before who have decided what you're doing is really important and I'm in. And you said uh, it's you know, also so there are people definitely yeah. the support system is amazing out there. Yeah. And and, and you it know, seems like you got that same support system for this. That's right. It seems like you got that same support system all throughout, uh, you know, America, at least, you know, I see you going back and forth with the downstrokes from, uh, you know, up in New York and, uh, you know, everywhere else, Boston. And, uh, you know, it's fucking beautiful, man. We are. Yeah, I love seeing you guys and you said it's also expanded to the uh, Savage Mountain Picnic as well. We have now we do four major events a year. So we do our sort of spring kickoff. 
Last year it was Richie Ramon. This year it was Electric Frankenstein. Sort of like, hey, we're, we're gearing up for Savage Mountain season. Then we do the Punk Picnic, uh, which is this coming Saturday. Hoffman Park. We, we, in fact, we just looked at a place in case we have to rain move it. Um, but yeah, the weather's, looking like, weather's looking like it's going to hold. So we're happy about that. Then we do the festival. And then in October... Like we do Punktoberfest. So this year's festival is August 10th, 11th, 12th. Um, and then in October, on October 14th, we're bringing the Coffin Cats. Oh, wow. Uh, for nice. Fest. Um, we're going to do an entire, like, crazy Psycho Billy uh, sort of event. Um, Hell yeah. You know, um, I, just, I just feel, you know, like, you know, People often say to me, oh, don't you miss going, living in New York? And I think to myself, I couldn't do this in New York. You know I mean? Oh, I'm sure you could, Jerry. You could do it anywhere the fuck you want, man. You're a man who gets things done. That is absolutely, I believe that shit for 100%, man. You'd be on the fucking moon and get a punk rock concert out there, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah, but there's something about, I, you know, there's venues that need business that are willing to take a chance. You know, in New York, and, you know, and I just, I just was there. I was at the Parkside Lounge. I was in a great venue run by an incredible guy named Steve Krebs does these shows. He calls them the Endless Party. Krebs has been on the punk scene since I was a kid. He's a couple years older than me. I remember him from, you know, when I was 15 years old. His band, Krebs and the Maynard G's, are like the New York Dolls on steroids. I mean, I just love them. Um, now speaking of when, did, speaking of when you were a younger lad, now okay. weren't you in a band called Expletive de, de, uh, Deleted? Something I like that. I was in a band called Expletive Deleted uh, in when I was a fifteen-year-old, sixteen-year-old kid. First show I ever played as a punk musician. I opened for Suicidal Tendencies at CBGB's. Oh wow, um, man, I, that's amazing. I had the good fortune to play with bands like Sham Sixty Nine. Um, wow, the Crumb Suckers. Agnostic Front, you know, we were we were really fortunate. It was the it was a great time to be, uh, you know, a kid, a kid in a place like New York, uh, where nobody carded, everybody played music, um, you know, and all the bands from back then, you know, uh, you know, playing with like Toxic Reasons and MIA, like th those those sort of memories are killer. Uh, when I when I left New York in 1990, I was in a ska band uh, in Michigan for a couple of years. Uh, got to play with bands like Toots and the Maytals, Bad Manners. Um, nice. You know, I've just been fortunate, you know, and I'm a firm believer that, uh, you know, every time you, you're given a gift, you're you're obligated to give it back. You're obligated to give it forward. Um, you know. Uh, some people have said, oh, how come the Downstrokes play Savage Mountain every year? We're not playing this year. I would rather give that. Now, you know, Jerry, I'd, I'd like to touch in on that. I saw that guy. I saw that comment. That guy's a jealous little prick. Yeah. I, fuck that, dude, man. We, come on, man. <laughs> don't don't let those guys, guys upset you, man. It's all good. Uh, you know hey, what? what do you want to take? Because you fucking love it. That's, fuck, that's all he fucking needs to know. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I could take a year off. Uh, I play a lot. And if I could give it to, like I said, we have so many new bands from this area. If I can give that slot up and give it to somebody else who deserves it, we actually, one of the things we're trying to do at Savage Mountain is we're trying to archive the history of Western Maryland punk. Uh, we have flyers going back to the 80s. We have talked to people going back to the late 70s. Um, and one of the things we're doing is we're doing a reunion show by a local band. I mean, we're trying to start that every year. So this year, we have the old Western Maryland hardcore band, Barbed Wire Necktie, <laughs> playing at this year's festival. Okay. And you know what? If I have to step back and let these guys do it, who were doing it long before I landed here, it's my pleasure to do that. You know, you got me excited because you said reunion. I was like, oh, expletive, expletive, deletive is coming back together. <laughs> we did it, the, hey, we hey. did it the first year. The first year we did an expletive, deleted reunion. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was, and hey, it so was correct me if I'm wrong, Joe Jessen. Joe Jessen's Joe in Jessen, that band, right? 
Joe Jessen, our, uh, who is on our board and comes every year to do sound uh, and comes to the picnic. He drives out from Connecticut. Speak in a community. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's, you know, uh, he's uh, totally into it. He loves coming. He's got a band. He's got a new band called All Out Loud, and they're playing Thursday night at the festival. Next uh, year. Yep. And he's, uh, he's super excited about that. Uh, hey, speaking of the festival again, uh, that it's Thursday, but you know, <laughs> right? Hey, uh, speaking of the uh, festival, uh, did you mention the headliners yet? Headliners this year on Thursday night. Uh, the headliner is the Ravagers, and which right are fucking blow you the fuck away. They fucking oh, the Ravagers are, great. are amazing. They will um, blow they, you the fuck out of this world. They are they are so good, and right before them. Right, so I'll give you the two. I'll give you the I'll give you the two tiers. So Thursday night headliners is the Ravagers and right before them Rebelmatic from New York, who are uncontrollable. I mean, this is an all black hardcore band from New York who just rips your face off and says, Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gonna get us the uh, SC? The SC? Yeah, the super. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> Don't rush the man, Kenny. Don't rush the man. <laughs> on, uh, on you know, this is going to be here for a couple weeks. <laughs> on Friday night, on Friday night, we have uh, the pie tasters. Oh shit! Okay, there's. I thought you were just going to do the the other. That was it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Friday night we have the pie tasters coming, and right before the pie tasters. Oh shit! I can't believe I forgot this. Uh, I'm not even sure if I heard about the pie tasters. Yeah, holy cow, man. That's fucking great. <laughs> Jeez, that's a new one to me. Friday night is the pie tasters. Oh, right. Uh, and Doc Rotten. Nice. Nice. Right. So Friday night, you have Doc Rotten leading into the pie tasters to close out the night. Hell yeah. And Saturday night, I'll give you the last three bands. The last three bands on Saturday night are the Huntington's. Moving into the cheats, moving in to super suckers. That's right, baby. Uh, That's it. Oh, super suckers. I thought it was super talk. My bad. Super suckers, which is even better, man. That's fucking great. Super suckers is going to be insane. Wow. And, you know, we're already talking about 2024, right? I mean, we have to. So we're already, <laughs> we're already talking about bands for 2024 and talking to bands. Now you're going to have to answer that question again. When's the next time you're going to have this again, Jerry? It's already Friday, but, again, you uh, know, whatever. Look, what are you doing again? Uh, we're also, I'll, I'll tell you now, we're also talking about 2026 right now because 2026 will be our 10-year anniversary. Oh, wow. And you better what? know. You got to be prepared uh, for that. We are going to be prepared for that. We are going to, uh, you know, uh, we're going to break out all the stops. And, I'll, you know, I mean, there are bands that we're, we've talked about, whose name we've talked about, whose agents we've talked to. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking to Scream for the last two years. Uh, I think a Scream, a Scream and Savage Mountain is going to happen. Uh, we spent a lot of time talking to TSOL's agents. Um, Jerry, I know you like cats. You guys want to meet my daughter and uh, you got and, oh, and our cat? Hi. This is how professional we are, Jerry. Oh you know? my God, Kenny, this is this so cool. my lovely so daughter cool. Chloe. So yeah, he's the little he's the boy of the house, you know. Yeah. All right. Cat. If you if you delete this, I'll be so mad. <laughs> all right. Got to keep all of it. You got to keep all of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we're kind of cat guys. I got a little, a little cat uh, community out here, you know, little ferals and shit all running around. So, uh, yeah, you know. speaking of ferals, there's one over there. <laughs> well, Do you a dog guy, Jerry? No, I'm a cat guy. Cat guy? Cat guy. Total cat guy. Sign up. Hey, Just one, one cat? Three. We have three cats. Um, one of our cats uh, is named after, uh, well, one of our cats is named after a very famous punk chef. Uh, Bourdain is named after Tony Bourdain, um, who, uh, you know, we always just called him Kitchen Tony. He was, you know, six years older than us. He wasn't Anthony Bourdain in 19, 
85. Um, and then another one of our cats uh, that we we uh, we adopted last year from the shelter was this little little uh, kitten, this sweet ass little girl. And I said I said to Mercedes, I said, "What are we going to name her?" And she said, "We're going to name her Kim Shattuck." Because she's such a little muff, and Kim was my friend, and her death from ALS was really kind of uh, terrible uh, to me and to so many people. And I love the muffs, so uh, we keep her. We keep her spirit here with our cat Kim Shattuck. Oh, awesome! Love the muffs. Absolutely. Yeah, we're cat people. You know, we love cats. Hey, Jerry, real quick. Uh, so I just wanted to go over some of the other albums that you have. So. Uh, if you look on Bandcamp and everywhere, if you're anywhere else, right, uh, Jerry? So uh, it's New York Girl, Fall yeah, in Love with Rock Again, and Time Bomb, which is a live EP, yeah. and Unsafe at Any Speed. And then there's some singles, too. Yep. So there's Gratitude, I Would Have, and uh, UFO Baby, and that's with Bride of Frankenstein. And then there's Three Ghosts. And then there's a, a little split. Song. Yeah, then there's a split that you guys did with uh, Controlled Chaos, which is uh, Bad Habits and Anxiety is uh, the Controlled Chaos song. And, uh, you know, is there anything else you wanted to talk about, about uh, the downstrokes? Don't forget about uh, their four-way split on Tuna for Sushi Records. Yeah, we, we, oh, did, a, we did a great, a great four-way split on Tuna for Sushi. Uh, Tuna, you stopped doing that. Yeah. I still have other copies left, so <laughs> you know he's still uh, trying to sell the other ones. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we did that, and uh, look, one of the things that we're going to be doing is we're going to be releasing singles off the new record for free. Oh wow! Uh, in the next few in, in the next few weeks, um, probably starting in June, we'll we'll release to sort of work our way toward the release um we're we're super excited about this album uh it's been a lot of work um and uh you know uh the amazing thing is is that uh you know we we've we've recorded 16 songs uh between the record and the split and, and uh you know robin and i are sitting here uh we probably have seven songs towards the new record <laughs> like, wow. like um we haven't even learned all the new songs, like all the album songs. So a lot of times, like you're working things out. Like we were in rehearsal the other day, and we were working on uh, one of the songs. Uh, we're working on a song called "This Is the Last Friday Night," uh, which we changed the bridge when we were recording it in the studio, and none of us remember how the new bridge goes. So we're like, <laughs> I we can't rehearse this gotta right now. It. We gotta listen to it and figure it out. <laughs> hey, just to clarify, though, it's not just Bandcamp. What are the other uh, the other ways you can get your music? You can check us out um, at at the Downstrokes MD for Maryland, of course, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can find us on uh, Reverb Nation uh, at the Downstrokes. Uh, you can find our website is the Downstrokespunk.com. Uh, um, and then Savage Mountain, uh, Savage Mountain Punk Arts. If you follow us on Instagram uh, at SVGMTN Punk Arts or at SVGMTN Punk Arts at Facebook, uh, you'll get lots of content. Uh, we have so many fun videos uh, going on about the picnic. Um, and the picnic, by the way, we're going to be picnic. I, I want to say this about the punk picnic. I don't know if this is going to air before that or not, Kenny. But, no, it's not. Um, well, you know. Oh, well. You know, I got a question for you. I got a question for you, man. It might take up some time. So, um, Jerry, what exactly are your influences? And how did you get into uh, doing all this? My influences as, uh, you know, I always say this. Punk rock taught me everything. So whether, whether I'm being a teacher, right, because that's what I do for my day job. I'm a professor or whether I'm talking about the poetry community or whether I'm talking the punk rock community, it's all about showing up. 90% of life is fucking showing up, right? And I learned that from my mom. My mom, uh, 
you know, my mom was a rock and roll, rock and roll girl. She and my dad used to go to, to shows at the Paramount Theater in Brooklyn. Um, but my mom, you know, I play a show in New York. My mom will, you know, get on a New Jersey transit bus to Times Square to catch a subway to find where we're playing. I and mean, my mom is right. So so that's the first thing. Like my mom is a big influence on me. You show up, you be part of a community. You don't be bored, right? My mother's motto is be game, which I love. Um, so that's like, like, like whole life right there is that musically, my influences are all over the place. Uh, I love the kinks. I love the stones. I love early Beatles. Uh, I fell in love with punk rock. Uh, you know, I love the clash and the damn uh, the buzzcock, but I'm a New Yorker. So, you know, if you don't give me the heartbreakers and the New York dolls um, and, uh, you know, the uh, Jim Carroll band, uh, but I also Absolutely. grew up in the hardcore scene. So, you know, uh, I love bands like Reagan Youth. I was actually, uh, the show we played last night, uh, my friend Mark Renser, uh, who was in Lech Patrol, was there. Uh, Steve Wishnia, the original bass player from the False Prophets, was there. I hadn't seen Steve since I was like 18 years old, you know. Um, it, it was just sort of, all right, so these people are just so close to the heart. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, you know, here, you know, they, they, they hear, you know, so those people, uh, Dick Manitoba and Jesse Mallon in New York, who people who fostered Dictators. Me, uh, dictators were great when... Dick, uh, Dick, when I had an apartment, when my aunt lived three flights up from Dick, Manitoba. When my aunt, I used to take care of her before she died, and she willed me that apartment. Dick was always there. We would talk all the time. Um, just And I would go to Manitoba's and just hang out when, when he had the bar. Uh, I'm also, you know, I love, I love the California bands. I mean, you know, give me TSOL. Give me the Avengers. Um Give me the adolescence um, and DI uh, X, uh, and of course one of my one of my all time favorite bands is Stiff Little Fingers and and Jake Burns. In my novel, when I wrote my novel, uh, the publisher had me sort of excise all the lyrics because we couldn't afford the rights, um, and so uh, Jake was kind enough to give me permission to use them for free because. You know, I would just reach out to him. So, uh, and that again is that sort of community, right? That's the stuff I really love. If if right. if it's not doing it to be among good people and have good times with good music, what's the point? Very well said. So I got one more question. I think I can squeeze in. So, uh, what's your favorite beer? I can't drink beer. I can't digest it. I don't drink beer. I have no favorite. Another one, Tarek. We got another one in here. <laughs> I got, so uh, I'm a whiskey drinker, and I'm a missed call drinker. My favorite whiskey, shout out to my homeboys, right? McClintock Matchstick Rye. Drink it. It is amazing rye, smooth, sharp, lovely. There you go. But there I can't drink here, Jenny. Can't do it. Oh, yeah, that's all right. I'm sorry I brought it up, dude. My bad. <laughs> We're getting ready that's to get right. cut we off beer, here. We do beer testing, Jerry. You know what I mean? We do a little beer testing on the show. That's why I brought it up. You know what I mean? Well, next time, and I'd known I would have had a shot of whiskey for you guys. Well, we got like 30 seconds left, so we want to thank you for taking time. Thank you. Uh, pleasure to be here, man. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention? Jerry, it's an absolute pleasure. I uh, This is uh, this is probably our best interview to date. I mean, we keep getting better at this, but we had a perfect fucking uh, guest. I got to tell you, if anybody don't know, check out Savage Mountain, The Downstrokes. Hey, Jerry, real quick, you got any readings or anything, or when's your next show with The Downstrokes? Uh, next show with The Downstrokes, you know, uh, I think we're off for a while. <laughs> I, I, got, I love you, I got, buddy. The, the calendar's clear. I'm actually going to look.
Super Suckers. Before them, Streets of Rage by the Ravagers. You Can't Kill Joey Ramone by Sloppy Seconds. And Leather Jacket by the Downstrokes. Hope you enjoyed that interview with Mr. Jerry LaFeminina. Not even drinking today. But check out the Downstrokes. Make sure you check out Savage Mountain Punk Fest. You don't want to miss it. It's going to be a good one this year. Thank you for joining in. I'll see you all next episode. Go fuck yourself.